Welcome to Beyond the Pink Cloud, the podcast where we talk about moving forward in our lives through recovery and navigating the world with grace, ease, and humor. We've got tools and strategies from the experts to help you live with less stress and increased ease. Let's get into today's episode. for being here for another episode. You are going to love this one. Dr. Kim Duramo is fantastic. She's a wonderful guest, a brilliant woman. She's a physician and she has started an entire movement around consciousness and mind-body health. You will love her. I have no doubt. And while you're listening to this episode, if you can, see if you can be in the resonance with us as we speak and as she takes us through a couple exercises and just notice what you're feeling in your body. A lot of her work really resonates with me because we have this similar approach of inviting people to feel, inviting you to be present in what's happening right now in your body and just take a minute and notice. I know you're going to love the episode. This is being released on Friday, October 2nd. The application window for my three-month program, Awaken, officially closed yesterday, October 1st. But since I'm releasing this a day late, and for all of my dear listeners or anyone new who's hearing about this for the first time, if you would like to apply to participate in this three-month program, it's called Awaken. Essentially, the program is weekly one-to-one sessions with me via Zoom, and we're doing somatic experiencing work primarily. We're doing some coaching. We are working with your nervous system to help you unwind from stress, to help rewire some of those patterns that have gotten stuck in there that are no longer serving you. And I work primarily with the nervous system, with the subconscious mind, And I can tell you that three months of weekly sessions of this work, you will notice profound change and you will have lifelong tools with which to move forward in your life and to continue these practices. That's the biggest thing that I hear from anyone who's worked with me for a three-month duration. If you'd like to apply for this program, the application process is really easy. There's a link at the bottom of the show notes. You answer three questions and then you book a call a Zoom call with me. We have a quick chat. We make sure it's a good fit. Then we go forward from there. If you're hearing about this and it resonates with you, please apply. I've got calls open for next week and especially for all of my listeners. I will go ahead and bring us into the episode now. It's fantastic. I know you're going to love it. And I hope everyone's enjoying October, wherever you are in the world. If it's springtime for my friends down in Australia, Is it autumn like here in the U.S.? And I know autumn in San Diego is very different than autumn in Montana or in Maine right now. So I hope it's beautiful and you're enjoying whatever is coming your way. Thank you as always for supporting the podcast. If you can please tell one friend about the show, that would make my day. Yeah, you can like, please subscribe to the show. And if you could even leave a review, those go such a long way. And I, I really enjoy reading them. It means a lot to me that people take time to do that. So if you feel so inspired, I would love for you to review the show. Enjoy the episode and we'll see you next week. I have more great guests to come. 
Hi, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Beyond the Pink Cloud. This is your host, Dr. Alice Kirby. With me today, I am thrilled because I have Dr. Kim Duramo. And Dr. Kim, she is a, a DO, which is a doctor of osteopathic medicine. She was a board certified emergency medicine doctor. She's also the founder of the American Institute of Mind Body Medicine, and she's a best selling author of the Mind Body Toolkit. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Kim. Thanks for having me here. I think it will be a really powerful conversation either oh, way we go. <laughs> great. Yeah, I would I your work is so fascinating to me and I was sharing this a little bit before we started. I love speaking with other professionals in the medical field who are working a little bit outside the box of mainstream medicine. Um, it's very reassuring and validating for me with my own work. So I appreciate your work on that level as well as how much you're able to help as many people as you do. Yeah, I know it's it's important um, to, that we all do what is in our heart, what we know is true, instead of following the guideline of what we're told is true, or this is how you're supposed to do this. And then, you know, I think maybe for a lot of doctors, like you're not taught to think for yourself. So it, it's understandable why so many are doing the in the box thing. But you know, if you're if you're sensitive and empathic or awake, you, that's just too uncomfortable. <laughs> you have to let yourself free and and see what you're really about, and then find a way to express that in your work. Definitely, and, you, and you've been able to help so many people just by looking at your website. You have testimonials um, that abound with people sharing really dramatic changes in their health and in their lives for the better. So that's so wonderful. You've been able to help as many people as you are. Yeah, you know, there are people all over the world that have found the work I'm doing. A lot of them through um, looking for EFT tapping, which is like one of the, the things I've done. Um, I'm really, really intuitive, so I can read people's bodies and read their energy and, and know exactly what's going on in there. And so I've used some tapping as a way to get that moving out or come up to consciousness. Um, so like there are a lot of people that have been searching for that or will find me through that work or who have autoimmune disease or chronic pain or anxiety, depression, and they're searching for, I guess, out of the box, you know, different ways of doing things of like, well, I need someone who really gets me instead of just another, um, assumption. Oh, here's what you have to do. I know what's going on to actually be able to read someone's system and really feel it and know is a powerful thing. That's incredibly powerful. Is that a gift that you think is just that you were born with this really intuitive sense where you're able to, like you said, kind of look at a person and, and get a sense of what's happening in their bodies? Yeah, I would say that. And, and a lot of it is through meeting myself and like what's going on in here and my own fear, my own depression, my own anxiety, my own, um, you know, self-doubt or am I worthy or what's actually going on in here. So as we meet ourselves, we can meet every, everyone because the universe is within us. But I, I do think I, I was kind of made that way anyway. I know there's a lot of people who are very energy sensitive and the highly sensitive people or, or empathic that um, maybe you think it's a problem. Like that's a disease in and of itself. <laughs> I'm an empath, but it actually can be cultivated that we learn how to work with the sensitive energy system as the gift that it really is. I, I know there's a lot of work out there about that, about how to oh, turn that into a good thing. It's not just a bad thing. But the reality is it's not, it's not a bad thing at all. It's actually an unthinkable gift, but you got to navigate it. You got to learn to be super, super present. So instead of resisting what is, you embrace what is, and you can move through things fluidly, whether it's 
you know, energies in Walmart with people walking around in their own consciousness or um, other things that come up in your life that trigger you or just your own physiologic system. So instead of going into fear with what you notice and sense, you can let, allow an expansion with everything you notice and sense. And certainly for me, that's been quite a journey to, to learn to work with that technology, but it's been a very powerful thing and a real gift in my life now. Yeah, definitely. And I, I agree wholeheartedly too. I've had people reach out to me as well with this, you know, the quote unquote problem of being an empath where it's like, but I feel too much. And I think what I found, which is similar maybe to what you're saying is the more that I f I'm full of myself really, and being able to just be me and my body and be present. It's like, I can be as sensitive to other people, but it's, I have a very clear kind of sense of my own container and my own like energetic world. So there's not this thing of like, oh, I'm an empath. So I'm getting sucked into somebody else because I'm, I'm me, you know, and that's really a clear distinction, which has come through a lot of the nervous system work that I've done with uh, somatic experiencing. So it's cool to hear your take on it as well, that like with doing your own internal work, it's like you have been able to na navigate that because I agree with you and that I don't think it's yeah. a, a problem that needs to be solved or trained, trained out of us somehow. I think the work really is in, right. in, uh, in being the, the most full version of ourselves that we really can be. Yeah, I think this is one thing a lot of people are trying to medicate. Yeah. <laughs> or yes. like um like you know we talked about with like drinking or or using drugs to check out or you know just binge watching Netflix cuz you're like it's all too much or like whatever behaviors we use to escape versus using maybe those very same behaviors um as a way to to enjoy myself more. Uh, which is a totally different way of, of, of reaching to those things. But to reach to the things that actually bring you more aliveness, those will be the things that make you more sensitive. But if you learn, I embrace myself fully, I embrace myself as I am, you can move through all these energies very fluidly and they're, not, they're no longer a problem. It has a lot to do with health and the body because what I've seen scientifically um, in, in so much of the research, not just in mind-body medicine, but just conventional clinical medicine, we're seeing that this um, underlying stress response is what is responsible for yes. every major chronic disease that we're trying to fight from like cancer and Alzheimer's to um, autoimmune disease or, you know, chronic persistence, uh, Lyme disease and Epstein-Barr and uh, anxiety, depression, food intolerances, blah, 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 blah. It's all linked to this underlying yes. physiology of fear that activates the fight or flight response and puts your body in this reactive space. And so whether you think of it like, I've got to protect myself from the world, I'm reacting and protecting, or you think of it physiologically and what's going on in your cells, it's the same thing. And it makes the body really sick. And this is like a big, to me, headline, it should be like the headline of everything. Like, whoa, we are actually discovering what's really going on underneath all these major chronic illnesses that we can reverse. Um, and that's a lot of what I've developed in my work was not just, oh, here's an understanding of the science of how your mind and body are connected and how your body heals itself. But um, tangible tools of like, this is something you can do anytime, anywhere to activate that healing, to release these energies that are having you be in resistance and inflammation and chronic anxiety, depression, and actually live, be free. Yeah. I had a story yesterday morning. Um, 
So one of my best friends is she's leaving her husband right now and she's staying with us. And, and it's actually been a beautiful, beautiful time because she's in a really great space with it. So we're having tea in the morning and um, I send her, and I, and I talk to my husband about this stuff all the time, but she just has a different perspective. I was like, oh, I just feel really off. Like, I don't know, is it this, is it that? I just feel really anxious and I want, I want to feel good. And she's like, well, just welcome what you're feeling, <laughs> which I did and took a couple breaths. And, and as soon as I welcomed it, and she's like, you don't need a reason. You don't need to understand. Just welcome what you're feeling. And I immediately felt lighter and then had the huge insight of like, oh, I know exactly why I'm feeling like this. And she's like, why don't you just book a massage or something later? Because I was just really overloaded. I did a big retreat the weekend before last, and I hadn't really taken enough time off. And as soon as she said, book a massage, I was like, bing. <laughs> and it lit me up like zero to 10. And I didn't even end up getting the booking, but just tuning into that reality of like, oh, I've fried myself a little bit. It's okay to feel exactly what I'm feeling and, and take a little time to myself and I know I'll unwind. And I already felt like 10 out of 10. So sometimes just witnessing what we're experiencing, calling it out, but embracing it exactly as it is, lets all the energy release. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it's so much easier really when we get used to doing that than trying to fight it or resist it or even really like figure it out just to- Figure be, it out. Oh, that's what I was trying it. to do. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, I, and the funny thing was like, when I did embrace it, boom, it was right there. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly, but you, you can't have it the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I got to figure it out and then I'll feel better. No, it will never work. Yeah. There's so much power in just feeling what's actually happening. And, I, and so I, much we learn not to, we learn, don't feel, do, 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 be productive, get out there, do the thing, be more productive, drink more coffee so you can be even more productive. And then it's like, we might eke out a little sense of accomplishment, but we never really feel fulfillment from that. Yeah. And we never really let our, ourselves and our system like settle at all. So we are always riding at that higher level of, of a stress response where I actually just did a, a big talk on this topic. So I love everything that you said around, like we are existing at this like heightened stress response. So many of us for so long that it, of course it's going to lead to illness and things like anxiety and depression and detriment. Like it's not how we're designed to function as, as biological creatures. It affects everything too, because, um, you know, I'm developing the second book right now. So, so in the mind body toolkit was like the 10 tools right now, wherever you are to ignite this healing response, to release pain, illness, anxiety, and actually ignite this power. But then the second book was a lot about how that affects your life. Your body is electromagnetic. Your body is pure energy. Everything you do um, is affecting everyone and everything around you. So your state of being, whether you show up as, there's time for me. I embrace myself fully. I let myself slow down to take time for me. Not like I'm going to take a two-hour massage necessarily, right? But just I'm going to slow my breathing right now and I'm going to check in with my body. Yes, we're communicating with other people and we're, 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 we're doing this podcast, but like, wait a minute, where are you trying to get, Kim? Where are you rushing off to out there and put my energy in here? And that actually shifts my physiology, but it also shifts my electromagnetics. And the crazy thing about that is 
as an electromagnetic, your, your body is energy. It literally transcends time and space. So, you know, we're having this conversation. It's a recording. Someone's got to listen to it later. They can feel our energy right now. They can feel something. If they actually get out of the head and start to receive this podcast in their body by, you know, just slow down and breathe, put your hands on your body, move them slowly on your skin, sense your body, you will receive the energy of the consciousness we're transmitting because this is not information. Like the mind likes to think, I'm going to learn this cool thing. Okay, let me listen. But it has nothing to do, you know, we all know we're on information overload, but we're not getting anywhere. It's not about the information. It's about the consciousness. And for me, this has been a major piece in my life, not only because I understand I'm co-creating my reality, how my husband responds to me, how my children respond to me, do I make money? Um, but also because I'm aware of my connection with everyone. I can feel this. And I'm either paying attention to it or I'm ignoring it and trying to override it by staying busy and doing more and trying to make things happen in my life, which is like just going to burn me out, make me sick and create lack. So to me that it's unity consciousness. I'm a, I am connected with everyone everywhere. So when we sense, oh God, it's not about the information anymore. It's now about What's the experience I'm having as I'm listening to Alice? When I tune in her podcast, oh, something happens in my body. Mm. It's a transmission of consciousness. We could knock ourselves out trying to transmit information and you'll, you'll burn yourself out in two days with that, especially if you're energy sensitive. But you could also just like drop into your body, you know, soften <laughs> and you let something happen. You let everything happen. So beautifully articulated and you're definitely speaking my language and it brings to mind too, just the quality of resonance that I think people do experience and is why they're attracted to listening to things like this. And, you know, I think you convey a lot of that in your own videos where it's like the, the quality of who you are is transmitted, not just the information. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a bit to get that. <laughs> You know, it's all trial and error. We're, we're navigating yeah. our life with hopefully your sensory system on. Yeah. So you're paying attention, you're feeling and actually experiencing the result of what you're doing. And you eventually start to get it. Yeah, you do. And sometimes <laughs> you need I reminders. Just, <laughs> Even when you need you, reminders. After yep. you get it, it's like, I still need frequent reminders of, all yep. right, <laughs> there's this. Let's well, and it. we can just invite people that... Um, if you just set a reminder three times a day on your phone, drop into your body now. Mm -hmm. and, and you might not, your mind won't understand what that means. But right now, if you practice this, slow your breathing, relax your shoulders. That, that really lets your breath come down to the belly instead of just the chest. So like it shifts your physiology profoundly. So you just let the breath, relax your shoulders so your breath comes down to your belly. That turns off your sympathetic nervous system. So you're out of fight or flight. And then just, um, you know, like skin on skin, put your hands on your neck and just very slowly run your hand along your neck or your arms. If you have short sleeves on, 
or put it right under your shirt, <laughs> just skin on skin, like, hey, I'm here, you know, a loving, tender touch. This increases your oxytocin. There's a lot of physiological things we see scientifically, but the fascinating thing is it shifts your bioelectric field immediately out of the protected barrier into open receptive. I am receptive. I receive the wealth and abundance life has for me. I receive the love from my husband that maybe I didn't even notice before. Um, I receive being connected with all beings in love because I can actually feel that connection. So you ignite your sensory system. It, it lets the barriers down and you let so much more in. So if, if all you did was three times a day, this little drop into your body. So it's just say drop into your body, Kim, drop into your body, Alice, put your name on it because it's for you. Mm -hmm. I guarantee to you, like you will see magic happen in your life because your electromagnetic fields is shifted. And that's the most powerful part of what's creating your reality. I love that you, um, I agree so much. And I, it's so funny because I use a lot of these tools in my own work with just slightly different naming. Like I'll talk about the self-contact and the importance of it in our nervous system and how we're um, accessing the vagal nerve and the dorsal like ventral vagal system. And, uh, but it's all the same stuff, you know, it's like we're, and I, we're calming ourselves down and we're getting, we're being like activating our senses. I love that you said that, like, that, because that is, I think, such the key is to just get out of our heads and like into our sensory system and into our bodies and like hang out here a little bit and take it in. To be present in my body is like, I just trip out on it. It's the coolest thing. And I talk about it and I, I feel like I sound like kooky or something sometimes, but I'm like, no, really? Like, this is it. You know, for me, this is the point of like walking around on the planet, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, it activates so much. Like you'll see the manifestation happen. I, I just had um, a retreat a couple of weeks ago and after we did, you know, so much of this practice of like, get real, what's actually happening in there um, and really activating so much power. Um, it was extraordinary what happened for these women. Like within a day of coming home, one woman who um, was, you know, she's working full time and she's felt like really exhausted. And she's like, I just don't feel appreciated. She went to work and her boss out of nowhere bought her a gift and flowers and a note that said, you're greatly appreciated as part of our team. We're upgrading your office to this corner office with windows. And she's like, the crazy thing about it, like this never happened before. But that's the one thing that bugged me the most was like, I don't even have a freaking window. And so just like she's increased her frequency and her life met her there. And another woman um, has been working, working, working. She's like the breadwinner, felt super responsible. And her husband is foreign. And for like the four years he's been here has never had a job because it just was from a country. Like there wasn't like a lot of skills. He knew how to do things. Um, and out of nowhere, got four job interviews. Wow. One of them, like on our last day of the event, she's like, this is unprecedented. And then the next day when we got home, we were still on the text thread together. And she's like, you guys will not believe this. My husband has four job interviews. Like this is happening. Life's taking care of me. And then another woman told me um, for the first day in 30 years, I didn't have to take pain medication. That's huge. It's freaking huge. <laughs> It is. We're Wait. suffering. We're, we're in here suffering and we don't even know it. Yeah. 
And we don't need to be either. I mean, that's the, it's that whole saying of like, we're locked in a cage, but we hold the key. I think there's some truth, truth to that. Yeah. That that's the one key that is the most powerful key. Soften your body. Yeah. Soften your body. You, You can't believe how powerful your body's electromagnetic field is and either blocking abundance. So you're just lack, 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 lack or allowing so much abundance in. Can you speak a little bit more about the electromagnetic field? Um, this isn't, I don't, I know maybe a tiny little bit, but I'd love to just hear a little bit more about how we can work with it ourselves or just to better understand it. Um, I do like some information. I like to understand things. Yes. Uh, I see my listeners. So, yeah. There's a lot on this. Um, Institute for Heart Math has a lot Mm. of research and studies and reports, and they do have some really cool tools and things too. Um, My site is drkimd.com, and all my tools are really based on this. So we can detect up to 10 feet away from your physical body um, this energy field. And there is specifically like the energy field of your heart, the energy field of your you know, kidneys, the energy field of your whole body is one. There's different subtleties to it. And in fact, the energy field of your heart is the strongest electromagnetic field in your body. We think neurologically that the brain is in charge since it's like sending so many neural signals, but it's the electromagnetics that are the most powerful and govern your brain activity, what signals and messages are being sent through your brain um, that govern the nervous system and the message that gets sent to your thyroid, your, um, your heart, your, you know, your entire body, uh, that's governed by what's happening in the electromagnetics of the heart. So this is an energy field that we detect several feet away from the body, and energy is measured in frequency. So it, it's either a low frequency or it's a high frequency. I mean, it's somewhere in between. It's a scale of frequency. But we can look at how those frequencies affect the body. So if someone is feeling love, um, joy, thinking of a time that, you know, so practice right now thinking of a time you had an amazing day and you felt so much joy. I'm so grateful for this. Or a person that you love who's easy to love. Oh, I love this beautiful person. Um, or anything that just makes you feel lightness. It could be a thought, like it's okay for me to just let go and be who I am. There's a frequency associated with that. So your um, your heart and your body's biofield will increase in frequency, and we can measure this. the The fascinating thing is immediately your physiology begins working better your um, hormones rebalance, your brain activity harmonizes, um, your heart rate and breathing synchronizes in a healthier pattern. Um, This is a really powerful thing because that's what we can register as emotion. Like we can actually feel the quality of our biofield. Am I in a high frequency? Am I in a low frequency? And it's not about trying to get to a higher emotion. I would just want to feel better. And then this will, you know, register in my body. It's actually about not resisting the emotion you're in. Mm -hmm. So my work is a lot about this, like non-resistance, embrace what you feel, even if you feel like crap, 
because that's what lets the energy harmonize and lets your physiology take care of itself. Even our gene expression is shown to be correlated with this frequency. So when you come into this higher bioelectric frequency, um, different genes get turned on for you know healing and resilience and anti-aging. And then genes get turned off for like cancer, even if you've got those cancer genes, for disease, for you know, um, diabetes. So there are a lot of things physically that can turn those harmful genes off. You know, that like if you're prone to diabetes or it's in your family or overweight or even depression, there are certain things that will activate that. Um, you know, foods that you eat, habits and behaviors. We've seen medically that nothing is anywhere near as powerful as the impact of your biofield, your frequency, your electromagnetic frequency. So I appreciate people who have really learned nutrition or have really learned, um, you know, even just like chemistry and physiology, medication. Like I went to medical school and practiced trauma and critical care medicine. But for me personally, knowing that this is the most powerful piece that's where I want to operate. That's what I want to serve, what I want to learn about and what I want to sort of master so I can help others um, be in mastery of that power as well. It certainly sounds like why, why wouldn't we spend time trying to master this or learn more about it? Um, and I love that you mentioned heart math is too. I've done a, l- a little bit of work with, um, with some of heart math, just with one, a coach that I worked with. And it was really interesting because I was definitely kind of resistant at first to some of the heart math style meditations. Um, but it's, I really enjoyed it. I like it a lot in addition to the, the work that I already do, but that sense of like breathing, it was, I did this confidence meditation of like breathing sort of in and out from your heart of the sense of confidence and what happens in your body. And it's so fun to do it. Cause you really do feel like, Oh, I'm taller and I feel more expansive and open. And I think that that proof is in the pudding with some of these techniques of just try them. And like you said, the trial yeah. and error and so do I feel better? <laughs> okay, great. Let's, yeah. let's do more of it. Start with that. Do I feel lighter? Mm-hmm. And then give some validity to that. Cause if you feel lighter, you actually created a tangible shift in your frequency and your electromagnetics. And that is always, always, always will create a chemical shift in your physical body. So even in the first 10 seconds, if you're like, Oh, I don't see any change in my chemistry yet. Like, you know, you check your blood labs or, you know, if you were to look, you got to just bake in it for even just a few seconds, your chemistry will begin to respond. Your genes will begin to respond. So sometimes people are in that, that transition mode where they're like, well, I feel lighter, but show me the money. I feel mm-hmm. lighter, but why is my thyroid still broken? I feel lighter, but why don't I have a job yet? <laughs> so you, you, that's the, what I call st- um, stage two, where you're like, I want to be at stage three you know, stage one is like, I'm a victim. Life is just happening to me. Stage two is, well, life's happening, but I'm a co-creator. But then if we stay in that stage two, because we're in resistance, we can't experience the fruition of it. So if you're looking at the problem, you're actually recreating the problem. But if you instead focus on the lightness, okay, shit is still happening, but I actually feel a little lighter. I'm just going to let myself have that. That means you shifted your focus. And this is a piece in the mind body toolkit. It's one of the tools and each chapter is a different tool. What you focus on expands. So I talk about like 
chemically, physiologically, what is happening and those neurologic signals. Um, but it's really, really powerful because if you let your focus keep going to the pain, to the problem, to the thing you're trying to fix, you'll never empower it. You'll never really enact that shift. But if you let your focus go to, I embrace what I'm feeling exactly as I'm feeling in this moment. And I don't feel lighter. And I actually feel more of the heaviness I've been trying to avoid, but I'm just going to let myself have it. So now I'm no longer in resistance. That's all I shifted. Shit's still happening. I'm just not resisting it to the degree I was. Maybe I don't love it, but I'm like, oh, let me just pause on hating it. Let me be in stage two, but willingly. That is the entire difference. That is what will freaking move the mountain. Do you think there's, I guess, how do we keep from, if we're, if we're not resisting um, and we're feeling it, and this is a question that I get a lot, so I'm really curious as your take on it, like how do we keep then from being like pulled into that more? If we're like, oh, I feel pain, let me just accept it and give into it. Like where's that fine That's line? That's a good of- question. Yeah, people think they will get sucked into it if they stop fighting and resisting. And, and actually wanting it to, to, to feel better is actually a way of resistance as well. Yes, I, I don't want to feel this. I want to feel better. I'm going to focus on my outcome. So yes, have the intention on your ultimate outcome. Like, let me register. What is it I actually choose? But don't get attached because that's another escape. So you cannot get sucked into these energies because they're not real. What's real is... I am whole and complete in the power of my own knowing. I already am whole. I can let my physical body begin to express that. So when I begin to put my attention on, I'm just going to get sucked into the pain, I'm just making something real, but I don't need to do that. Mm. What's real cannot be threatened, and what's unreal does not exist. As soon as you stop feeding it with your energy, it will begin to dissolve. I love that. I think that's a great answer too. And I think there really is that distinction between I'm not resisting it, but I'm also not feeding it. Um, and exactly. if we have a choice, you know, we do have a choice in, in, in all of this, which I think is kind of um, shocking for some people, or it's like a new awareness of like, oh, really? Do I have a choice? Especially in cases of like long-term chronic pain or autoimmune, or I'm sure you've seen the patients that have been to a million doctors and it's like this sentence has just been handed to them. And it's like, I think that's one of the biggest issues with medicine is we take away people's power of choice. And then, and then they do feel hopeless because they've been told again and again, well, there's nothing you can yeah, do. Yeah, it's a perspective. It. That's a really common perspective in mainstream medicine because mainstream medicine sees the body as purely physical. And it doesn't have the space yet to incorporate the more recent data that we really do have like scientific core data yes to show the body is electromagnetic, it's vibrational, it's actually affected by energy even more powerfully than it is affected by physical, like surgery or drugs. Whoa, really? But that's so powerful. You know, you throw a chemical and it makes a powerful change. Well, yeah, but that hasn't been able to cure cancer. That hasn't been able to cure thyroid disease. That hasn't been able to cure diabetes. That hasn't been able to, wait a minute, cure anything. Like it doesn't actually support health. It just helps us fix the thing for this 10 seconds while we can then do something that supports health. That's why I went into ER 
in emergency medicine, it's a great application of that kind of medicine, right? You're going to get your arm back on. You've had a trauma. We're going to, you know, help you breathe that your lungs are shutting down. Okay, great. But like, let's not forget that this is not actually supporting health and that we want to meet that component as well. So that's, um, it's a whole other universe when we start to look at, oh, your body's vibrational. What would it take to actually support your health? And that's an individual question. Like every single person, it's a different thing. So you can see why studying a textbook won't get you that answer. You have to be able to read the body. You have to be able to feel the body. You have to be able to um, allow awareness in. When I'm sitting with a patient and I do my work over Zoom and, and have for years and years, you know, all over the world, I can let myself have that awareness. What does she really need? What's actually going on? Is this something with her father? Is this something with her lineage? Is this something with food? Is this something... Um, how she feels about her body. I can feel that in, in the person's tone of voice or, I mean, not just the body language, but the energy they're in. And you asked if that was like a special thing for me, you can develop this. We all can develop this. The ability to be more aware, you already have it. If your girlfriend or your kid is like, you know, Hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. You're like, oh, they're definitely not fine. And you can even have the awareness of, should I even ask or should I just leave it alone right now? You can have that because with your kid, you're like, let me just give it a little space. Or you're like, oh, come on, honey, what's going on? And you feel, I know we can push a little. So you're already using your sensitivity in many ways, but we have been cultured to not honor that, to not listen to that. So what if you did the opposite and you're like, I'm going to honor this. Let's see what happens. Yesterday I was with my, um, bike group. I'm a, uh, like a s assistant coach and, uh, this community bike group my town is a big biking town and I love this, but that, um, coach was like, Oh, I love this energy work you do. Let's do some, you know, before we started, we practice. So we started doing EFT, which is really, really powerful. And I'm thinking like, we'll do like a 10 minute thing and get on in the trail. Well, it was like a half an hour. People were opening so far, sharing so much, going so deep, shaking, crying, letting energy release, opening, revealing. I'm like, whoa, this was amazing. And then, you know, we completed and we go up the trail and I'm like, oh no, did I do too much? Was that, were they ready to go there? Are they comfortable with this? And now we're just like getting on the trail. And I started to feel this sense of doubt. And then this one woman pulled over and she's like, I can't express to you how much I needed that. Mm. I, I just decided to leave my abusive husband and I've been grappling with whether I'm making the right decision. And that just gave me all the clarity that I needed. That's so <laughs> wonderful. So, so if we trust it, you may have that little glip of a vulnerability hangover of like, Oh God, I just went with it. Was that okay? But if you just let it be, you'll almost always get that validation of like, Oh, you totally did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people need that and hearing you speak about it. I think that's part of the work that you do. And I mentioned this in the beginning, even for, for me as a practitioner, like the validation I think that you give through doing your work and through talking about it is it's really important and it's, it's valuable. Yeah. You can't rely on the validation because sometimes the validation is just my own sense of knowing mm -hmm. Kim, you did an awesome job. Let the doubt go. 
let the fear go. I love you. I'm proud of you. And that's what I started giving myself on the trail because I started feeling a little uncomfortable. And it was like, Kim, you're great. I love you. Good job. And then, you know, I received that from the other woman. Right. So don't like, I, I, every time I need it from them, I need it from the outside. It will never be enough. You will yeah. never, ever, ever get it. But if I'm hungry for that, I look and I'm like, wait a minute, where am I hungry? Where am I not meeting myself? Where am I not celebrating the crap out of myself just for showing up? And that is always the sense of completion. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I really love that you use different voices when you talk. <laughs> I do that do too. I? I think it's really fun. <laughs> so unrelated oh my God, to my next question, but I like that. Could you talk a little bit more about the EFT? I know it could stand for the emotional freedom technique or yeah. the EFT meridian tapping. I personally am curious if you do tap along like the meridians um, for like the Chinese medicine meridian system. Yeah, I've learned it as the emotional freedom technique, but it's EFT tapping. And there's just little basic points. And so um, the way I've learned it, you know, you start in your karate chop point, outer pinky edge side of the hand, and you can do any just one point. You don't have to do this little sweep through of the, the different points, but it will clear that energy meridian. It actually helps clear all of your meridians when you just start clearing one, mm -hmm. because whenever you assist the body's ability to heal itself, even a little bit, it helps the body do everything it's naturally supposed to be doing. So you don't need to like, you know, I was a little obsessive when I first started, like I got to tap really firmly. I got to get all the points. Just let that go. Um, so basically you focus and bring your awareness to what is the density you're feeling. Oh, I feel hopeless about my, my body. I can't get my weight under control or, Oh, I can't stand my husband right now. He's driving me crazy or, Oh, I'm so worried about my kid. Um, or it could be like a physical health problem. Like, Oh, I'm trying to fix my thyroid. And it's like, a, I'm on hamster wheel here or oh, I'm so much pain. I can't stand it. So you just feel out of that. Where am I? 10 is the most severe. One is just real subtle. So you gauge for yourself. All right. I'm at an eight right now. Now, sometimes I just throw a number out of my general well-being, like, oh, now tell my husband, like, I feel like a two. And he'll be like, all right, that's all right, baby. <laughs> I'll hold space <laughs> for you. It's okay. You know, he knows he doesn't need to go, I'll make you feel better. Or I guess I do do voices. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. I love it. It's fun to talk to someone like I, that I just met who also does that. <laughs> so he knows not to like, um, well, why do you feel like that? You know, just breathe in, breathe out. What else do you have? What else do you have? It's okay for you to feel like that. And I, I know that's what so many women want is like, I just need you to hear me. Mm -hmm. So I'll just be like, I'm a two. And then I'll just breathe in like, yeah, this sucks. I feel like a two and whatever that is. And I'll welcome it. Just like my friend told me this morning, uh, the other morning, welcome what you're feeling. And she reminded me. So then you do the tapping and you know, you're going to register. You're either going to feel better. You're going to feel worse or you're going to feel the same. Sometimes people don't feel anything. They feel the same. That's almost never, ever happens with me. I do a weekly broadcast in the mind body community and Facebook and on my YouTube page, Dr. Kim DeRamo. Um, I don't, I don't really think I have anybody report. They don't have a change because it's pretty powerful, but if you do it on your own, you might be like, Oh, I'm not feeling anything. So you just tune in a little more, take a breath in, 
take a breath out and then feel in your body. Yeah, I'm at a 10 intensity of how pissed I am about I have to do this thing. And where do I feel it in my body? Is it physical? Do I feel anything physical? Do I feel something emotionally, like right in my stomach, and my gut? Like, oh, I have to do this thing I don't want to do. Do I feel pressure in my shoulders? And tune into that. And then when you do the tapping, we're going to tune in again. So inner eye point is just in the inner part of your eyebrow on both sides above the nose. And we're just going to tap. We're not even going to talk through what we're, you know, the points are, but just breathing in, breathing out. Focusing your awareness, outer eye point, right at the outer eyebrow, focusing your awareness on that sensation in your body and any thoughts around it, like, oh, I can't stand this person. I have to see them. Just breathing in, breathing out. Now, we're just going to bring our awareness to that physical area, good, underneath the eye, right on the bony ridge. You can do one side or both sides, sensing this area of the body, breathing in, breathing out, underneath the nose right above the lip in the middle and then on your chin also right in the middle big breaths in so relax the shoulders and then underneath the collarbones i'll just do one side so i don't knock my microphone you can do both sides right here in this little soft place just gently tapping sometimes just be in my car i'll be like body it's okay to feel what you feel body i love you you're amazing that's a that goes a long way and then underneath the arm, so right at the bra line underneath your armpit, gently tapping there, breathing in, breathing out, and then right on top of the head, center of the head, and breathing in, breathing out, keeping your awareness on that area of the body, that problem, that thing, the sensations, the thoughts, all the stuff that goes along with it. And then you just let that go and inhale. And then exhale fully. Oh. If you yawn, it's a good sign. If you tear up and cry, you're like, I don't even know why I'm crying. Let the energy move. Like, just let your body do what it needs to do. Give it some space. Stop trying to control it or understand it. You cannot be understood. You're way too big to be understood. But if you give yourself a little space, you freaking can clear the whole universe. So now you, that's like one round of tapping. And you just check in again. How am I doing? And, and how we just did it, you may not feel that much of a change. We didn't really get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, I have some videos on YouTube and things that bring you really deep into it. But you may be like, huh, that's interesting. And maybe you're a little more open where you're like, I don't know what she's talking about. But now you're like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe there's something to this. There can be that. So mentally, it could be a little more open. Physically, you could, people will tell me all the time, I have no more pain. I just did this tapping video and I have no more pain. Um, or just emotionally, which is, gosh, one of the biggest reasons I use it is because every single person I've seen with chronic diseases not getting better has an emotional component linked that's keeping it in place, preventing it from clearing. So that's why I've been using this in my practice. Yeah. And that's wonderful. <sighs> Too, that people can try it, experience it, and again, see, like, do I feel better? Do I feel worse? Is there a change? It's again, back to that like self-experimentation and empowerment of being able to try these things and notice what's the difference? How do I, how am I feeling now? Yeah. So how, how did you feel through that? Anything at all? Um, yeah, I like the tapping. I, 
I do kind of a meridian system tapping when I'm teaching Qigong, but not as much on the face and the head, but I really, um, my head feels like it's kind of opening more like this, but in a very pleasant way. Like I just, I'm more aware of like the energy up here and more like aware of being in my body and my face, which isn't something I think I normally am aware of. So that's kind of interesting and nice. Oh, cool, cool, cool. We can, we can go deeper with that, but it, it does, um, yeah, when you drop in and really drop in your body, you can move a lot. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. I'm curious too, with, the, with working with the electromagnetic field, what your take is on um, like ayahuasca ceremonies or bufo ceremonies. And I'm just wondering, I've known a few people in my sphere that have been, that have been taking part in this kind of work. Um, if that, if part of the reason that's effective is due to a change in the electromagnetic field. Yes. Yes. Mega. It's huh. huge. And it is so essential that you are guided yeah. by a really grounded like shaman because you're going to enter a higher consciousness that may not stabilize in your system. It's not, I don't recommend people do that. Um, I don't necessarily put it down because I haven't done that personally, but Me neither. I did have a really powerful awakening experience when I was younger and I tried some weed with my boyfriend and everyone says maybe it was laced, maybe this, maybe that, because the experience I had was so unthinkably powerful. And it was also really destabilizing to my construct of reality and everything I knew. Uh, but it was super, super awakening. And when I learned about the ayahuasca stuff, I was like, this is the only thing that comes close to describing the experience I had. Like so, so awakening, but like you're not ready for it. And it's like 20 dimensions beyond what you have space to understand. So it was such a shattering of, you know, I, I mean, literally was like um, mentally, I went like, like psychotic in a way because I couldn't buy back into this reality of I'm a separate physical being. Uh, I couldn't buy back into the reality of life is happening to me. And I'm just like sitting by trying to be a good girl. I was fully aware of I am a co-creator, but not even like with a veil or a filter of like that buffer of like, hey, let me play around with this. It was like instantaneous creation instantaneous manifestation you know we think we want instant manifestation but it was indescribably disturbing like mm -hmm. I, I literally can't the worst panic attack you could ever imagine this was that all of that the, this d depth of fear and you know you, i was not attuned to using this uh technology of my body and manifesting so like thoughts are instantly creating into like unthinkable scary things or the opposite unthinkable bliss but i was bouncing all over the place in that creative reality i haven't really talked about this a lot um i think i might just kind of share more about it as i go forward because it was a really powerful experience but it took me over a decade to integrate that into my life of i am comfortable being this powerful and I'm willing to be the power that I am. I would just intermittently try to shut it off. It's too big. It's too scary. Let me just go back to reality as I knew it and not being a manifester and not sensing all the powerful energies around me and people around me. So that was not fun, but it was um, hugely awakening. And so I think for most people, it would be good to have a more gentler yeah. journey and your awakening. Yeah. Hydrated. 
Because right, that's kind of a term I use with the work that I do. Because I think, yeah, if we're not ready for it, even like massive joy, it's like it's too much for our systems because we oh have my gosh. our capacity to hold it or feel it. Or and you it. have children? No. So when I had my daughter and then I had a son, my son, it was like five years later. When I had both of them, your joy quotient goes through the roof so fast. Your love quotient goes through the roof so fast that what it actually created was this fear response in my body of like <gasps> the other shoe's going to drop. Right. And I know I've worked with a lot of women with the same exact postpartum thing that gets labeled in various different ways. And it's the same thing playing out in different ways. Like one woman had her little baby and she's driving around her car. Every time she hit a bump, she's like, Oh my God, did I just drive over a baby? Oh my God, did I just hit a baby? Oh my God, did I just kill a baby? And I helped her understand like exactly what this was. Cause when I had Gemma, it was so unthinkable the amount of love and joy I opened up to. But then it was like, oh my God, what if something happens to her? Oh my God, what if I were to do this thing to her? Oh my God, like I'd walk by, I don't want to describe it, but I'd walk by in my kitchen and think like, what if, what if I did this? What if I did that? I wasn't going to do, I mean, I adored her. I was not going to do that, but the, the freak out of it was so big. So it took me a while to integrate that and let the joy in. So the fear thoughts were no longer there. Flash forward years later, I have my son and the same thing happened, but I was so aware of like, oh, you're just expanding your joy quotient. So we have these stairs that are super like they're rocks and they're very, like, you do not want to fall on these stairs. And they're also, oh, it's going to sound horrifying, but they're slatted, you know, like, like, they have whole, you know, hole between them, one on the other on the other. So you look through them and imagine what you're thinking when you're carrying this precious little tiny beautiful infant <laughs> every time I would go on the stairs. But what I did instead, I would say to myself, I love you. It's okay to be where you are now. Thank you that I'm where I am now, that I have this beautiful baby, that he's safe that he's okay, that all is well. And I'd let my nervous system integrate the massive, unthinkable abundance I had that he was safe, that all is well, that that wasn't what was happening, that this is what's happening. You're safely walking up the stairs. So I would say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I would anchor into this reality where this is what's happening, not that thing that's trying to get my attention and distract me, that other thing that's not happening. And it anchored me into the massive gratitude that my life had brought me. You got to practice it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I love that you talk about anchoring too, because it is that sense of like grounding yourself in this reality that becomes oh, stabilizing. I deserve it. I deserve it. I'll let it in cellularly. Yes, yes, yes. And as, as I soothed myself, that expanded my joy quotient. Mm. <laughs> I love that. I love all of it. I mean, I'm really, I'm so fascinated with your work. I think you're, it's just wonderful. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. I'm curious too, I guess I know we're, we're coming up towards the end of our time here, but when when you talk about us as electromagnetic and, and vibratory beings, if there's ways, and I know you have a lot of free resources and we'll, I'll put mm -hmm. links to mm -hmm. all of your information um, in the show notes for people, but I'm curious if you could share with us now, even a, a simple yes. practice or a simple awareness, if we want to 
kind of expand our vibration or just work more with ourselves as vibrational mm-hmm. beings. Um, and I know you shared the EFT, but if there's anything else that oh, yeah, for like sure. to give a taste of. It's easy. So, so I like to remember it's a continuum. And way over here in this side of the equation, I'm purely physical, I'm separate, I'm limited. And way over here on the other side of the equation, I'm purely vibrational, I'm infinite, I'm unlimited. And then we hang out somewhere in the middle. And if you're closer to the physical, you're in more density, like stuff won't shift for you as quickly, you'll feel more stuck. If you're way closer to the vibrational, you'll feel lighter, you'll feel more free, you'll feel more, um, more is possible. But you also may feel ungrounded because you haven't anchored it fully in. So you're like, all right, it's okay to anchor this into my physical reality. So the way to shift and come more into the frequency and less physical density, um, if you just relax your body and breathe, And then focus your awareness on your breath. Feel your breath coming in. Feel your breath going out. And there are a few ways to do this. When you focus on the space, space of the room, space between my thoughts, stars in outer space, bringing my attention to the space, it actually strengthens my connection to the I am vibration, infinite self. And then if I were to, uh, you know, do the opposite, you think about the problem. This is why you can't solve a problem from the same consciousness where the problem exists. What should I do? What's wrong with me? Oh, I don't know. You're in a consciousness that's really dense. So in this moment, sense your body and just breathe. And you'll either feel like, oh, I feel this density. Or maybe you feel light. You've been tuning in and this is a pretty inspired conversation. And maybe you're like, whoa, so much is possible. I never imagined. So just sensing into yourself. And the powerful thing, besides just sensing, because when you bring your awareness to the space, space beyond your body, space between the thoughts. You, you connect more with the infinite self. But if you just feel in your body, relax, willing to be here exactly where I am, as I am, and then you ask a question like, what else is possible beyond what I've imagined? Or... Will this choice bring me more freedom? Or how could this experience right now be the greatest gift I've ever received? These are all expansive questions, and it's not about answering any of them. No, 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 no. Be in the energy of the question. So feel what it feels like to be in the energy of What else is possible in my life beyond what I've ever imagined? And if you feel into that, there's a lightness. Not when you're in the mind trying to answer it or figure out what I'm talking about. But if you just breathe your body, which is what we did first, breathe your body, feel your body, you will register that resonance. 
what else is possible beyond what I've ever considered that I could let into my life right now, just being in the space of the question. And then let that go and just come back, feel your body, come back into your moment and let go of anything, figuring that out, making it mean anything, did it work, did it not? And you will begin to experience yourself beyond who you were a few minutes ago. (laughs) I love that. Feels really good. Quite expansive, yet grounded. I notice my pelvis is like, this feels good. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. That's a great sign. Yeah, Yeah. when we shift our foundation. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. And if anybody's listening and is driving, definitely come back and try that when when you're at home. You can watch the video as well and see us both with our eyes closed. So that might be fun. I don't know. (laughs) You probably have your own eyes closed, so that's probably not necessary. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for coming on today. Is there any, um, anything that you're currently working on or projects you want to share or anything else about your work that we didn't get to that you feel you'd really like to share? I think one piece that's pretty um, juicy is um, the Alive Woman program I created. I've been doing retreats with women for years. And I finally created it into a program that we did like an online portion for four weeks to like integrate the work before they got there. And then we did this really, really powerful, really incredible retreat event that I I just mentioned a little bit earlier, but um, that will be coming up in April and then we'll do another event in May. And if people are drawn to that, that's going to be on offer right now. It's at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. And you know, you can get on the, the list, but we didn't open it yet. But you can participate just online because we had like tons and tons of people all over the world um, that just participated on the online comp- component and had really powerful. One woman um, who's actually in Tasmania had this massive awakening and she's healing from MS, really severe MS. Like they wow. told her she was going to die in a few months. And she told me, um, she's been involved with my work for a while, but she said that was the program that really completed so much for me because we do a lot with them like sensuality and connecting in the body and trusting you know what what your body has for you what you know we, we shut it out so much and make ourselves wrong so that was um just such a powerful program there's a lot on my site of different ways i work with people um so drkimd.com is the site and i'm live every wednesday for the mind body tv um, but everything's on the on the site if you want to check in. And then if you're called to the the retreat or the online course, that's at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. So I'd love to um, to hear from you if that's uh, you know if there are comments you have on what we talked about today or you want to go further. Definitely. Where where do you host the actual retreat? Is it close to where you live in Durango? We yeah, we've had it in Phoenix, uh, outside of Phoenix, in Carefree, Arizona. So. Um, yeah, I live in this really beautiful place, but I wanted it to be a place really easy for people to get. So you just yes. fly into Phoenix and it's at this incredible resort called Savannah that um, it's bliss. It's one of my favorite places and just a great place to do the work that we're doing. So it's very spa-like, but mm. really authentic and the food is extraordinary. So we've had it there for the last few years. Sounds wonderful. 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And we'll definitely put all of those links up. Um, I highly recommend everyone go and check out Dr. Kim's site. She's got so much information and I really love your videos. Um, just you're, you're so personable and you have such a, a great personality. It really comes through um, as well again as that residence that we were talking about. Yeah. So it's like to Thank watch your you. videos is to kind of touch in with you a bit. It's lovely. Highly recommend. Thank you. Well, I have a lot of love for, for everyone. So it, I'm glad it comes through. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you everyone for, um, for listening today. And we'll see you next time.